can get this bit on the board. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm recording. This is recording. Welcome back to the Brotherly Love Buggy. Okay, let's uh, not take that. Wow. Okay, let's just see how we're I going. really just want to be absolutely happy. Oh. Okay. Welcome back. Mate. Ready? High five. Let's grow. Three, two, one, starting the timer. G'day, guys. Hello and welcome to the Brotherly Love Podcast, the official podcast of Brotherhood Wholeness. This is the number one personal development podcast for men, sharing the highs, lows and lessons in between of ordinary blokes doing extraordinary things. Every week, join Cato Sibthorpe and myself, Guy Anderson, as we talk health, fitness, relationships, entrepreneurship and all things of high vibration. So sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. Two, one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Brotherly Love Podcast. This is episode 21. We are joined, as always, by yours truly, Kato Sibthorpe, myself, Guy Anderson, and today we are joined by Mr. Elliot Channery. Channery. I oh, see, I didn't even know you your didn't last, even know name. last name. No, <laughs> I just know you as Gift Odious. Gift Odious, yeah, I and like Gift to be Odious. Gift Odious. Where did that come from as well? <laughs> Funny story. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. I used to be a bodybuilder back in the day. Oh, wow, well, I didn't know this. Yeah, I was 110. Wow. So I was a bit, well, I was more of a powerlifter. I was just a big fat meathead. <laughs> and uh, I was 110 kilos. And my idol at the time was, you know, Phil Heath, the gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, he yeah. was my idol, right? And so my brother started calling me Gif, and that was because I was really strong. Like I used to deadlift 250 and bench press 180 for four and stuff wow. like that. I was right into it, yeah. That's um, right. And yeah. then. <laughs> And yeah, so they used to call me the gift in the gym. But then when I started traveling after I, after the Legion, I uh, lived in Greece for a while. And uh-huh. I just come up with the name Gift Odious, like I was the son of Zeus. And yeah. that's kind of how it starts. But it's just oh. a, a whole mumble jumble of bullshit. You could, really. get, you could get that as a tattoo and be like, yeah, it's a demigod. Well, I've got this um, funny tattoo here, actually, if you can see it. It's an ancient biblical language that actually doesn't exist, but it <laughs> says gift. <laughs> <laughs> so I did do that, yeah. This is so, what an so, intro. So what an intro. I, we always have the best intros, bro. We always do. Like the vibes are high. If you tuned into Coach Holler's um, episode, episode nineteen, we um, we just we started talking about gratitude and stuff like this, and we just got so. Oh no, yeah. like, because intention is everything, is what we've learned. Mm. It's like intention is everything, and the intention that you invest into your water. So you, you're from High Vibe Water, we plug it all the time because all our guys drink it. I, we you. want all our guys being fueled by High Vibe, you know? It's infused with the frequency of love and gratitude. And Definitely, yes. Yep, yep. And um, you and your beautiful wife, Cece, are the owners and founders of that, and it's just and what a magical product. Not not the founders, we aren't the founders. We no, bought it off no. a lady. So we bought it off a lady called Jay, who actually started High Vibe because she got sick and she got cancer, and that was from obviously the food and the water. Mm. So with her money from her payout of cancer, she started High Vibe to empower people on oh. the benefits of good quality water. Right? What a great intention. Yeah, wow. So then she. <coughs> Well, so I was a, CC and I were a customer for 18 months and we really loved the water anyway and we went in there one day and the manager uh, the store manager at the time who actually is a store manager um, she said Elliot I'm not supposed to tell anyone but this is actually up for sale and I was like okay and I went home and we looked at it and I sent it to my old man he's a CPA and, and accountant so he does all the books and stuff for businesses and, and he said it's a, it's a good deal so we jumped all over it mm. and made it happen and uh, she actually passed away three months after we took over it wow yeah wow so our intention big time and that yeah. was what we said to her that we were going to build her legacy empower people to drink quality water and and um teach people the benefits of healthy water and how much water can change everything you know what mm. i mean because we are water right we mm. we're up we're 70 percent water up until the day we die so we're 90 percent water when basically we're a baby 
and we kind of decrease as we go on. But the high quality water we're drinking affects everything, your brain's water, your muscles are water. So that simple change in good quality water that doesn't have toxins and chemicals and all the other crap in it, will change your whole mindset. It will change your whole life mm. just by drinking quality water. Mm. I believe I believe it 100%, yeah, bro. Sure. I yeah. feel way better drinking it already. Mm-hmm. Heaps better. I feel yeah. cleaner. Yeah, mm. you, you'll notice that. Like your skin, if you've got acne, your skin will clear up. Well, I actually started it because I was started to get gut problems and that was obviously my food and stuff. I, was, I ate a lot of heavy food, but I used to drink a lot of tap water too. And what I was finding that I was having gut problems, I was constantly going to the toilet and I was constantly feeling dehydrated. And my mate brought me home this. I was living with my mate Johnny at the time. And he goes, try this water. And I was like, whatever, it's just water. I was mm. uneducated. Mm. He goes, just try it for two weeks. I said, okay. So I jumped on the water for two weeks. And instantly within that two weeks, I, just, I was drinking more water, but I was hydrated and mm. I was going to the toilet less. And mm. I felt better. My guts felt better. Like mm. everything just improved. Mm. My moods improved. Mm. Crazy, yeah. Oh yeah, I, be- I believe it though, because there was a question I was just going to ask: is um, f- for someone to eradicate entirely, or you know, to in, in favour for high vibe water, which is alkaline and stuff. It's got all of the all of the bad toxins and chemicals that they put in, such as your chlorine, yeah, your fluoride, fluoride your ammonia. Yeah, but then you've got chemicals all around the world, or like everywhere, right? We've been spraying chemicals for the last hundred years. Yeah. Crop dust, agriculture yeah. runoff is one of our biggest polluters to all our waterways, spring water, whatever. So no matter what water that you get from anywhere, it has to be filtered mm. because mm. there's just so many toxins in our world these days. Mm. What's the difference between high vibe water <coughs> and just tap water? Um, massive difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we take we, so we strip all our water back to neutral, and then we start reconstructing it. We put the magnesium, the calcium, and the um, potassium back into it. We play sound frequencies to the water because water um, has memory. So what it does is different frequencies create different molecule structures in the mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. Um, then we yeah we play the frequencies. We set the intentions to the water. That's where the water holds the memory, and then we activate the molecule structure of the water too. How do you activate the molecule? Through a vortex structure that we have on the on the end of our tanks. Oh, and that's then it'll the, go sh- the fucking things they get them like in India, in ancient India, they used to get these special shaped bottles because it, if it would spin in a certain direction or a certain way, it would it would like hold it to it. Because and I learnt this on a video one day saying that if you have water that's been in a tap, so it's like you've just poured water out of a tap, it's literally being flushed through pipes and everything. Imagine if you were flushed through pipes and everything every single day. You'd be stressed all over the place. And they they studied the the structure Mm. of the water when it was all like rushed through. And then you drink that and then you're basically ingesting. You're absorbing that whole thing. Yeah. So tap water, under the microscope, tap water has the same molecular structure as cancer and viruses. They all have the same molecular structure. It's Uh, all this like tap water does. Yeah, yeah. From all the chemicals in it, right? So, and because it's under the ground, it sits in these pipes. It's actually, they call it dead water. It's dead water. It's got no life to it. It just sits there. It's stale. And that's why it stinks and stuff like that. Sometimes if you leave uh, water in a glass and come back to it a couple of hours later and it's got stuff in it, it'll stink. And that's because it's stagnant water, like swamps and stuff like that. Mm. That's all stagnant water. So water constantly has to be moving. Mm. You look at rivers and waterways and and, uh, waterfalls and stuff like that. That's where it's the most cleanest because it's moving it's activated it moves water moves in a in a in like this vortex rotational way that's how it moves and when it's in water pipes and that kind of stuff you got like the elbow joint so what's Mm. that doing when it's going through an elbow joint it's clumping all your molecular structure together Mm. and that's what's causing all this stuff and then we're drinking it right and then we wonder why we're one in two people have cancer Mm. it's pretty obvious when our bodies are (laughs) 70 percent water that's right hundred percent like if you're bonding agents or the molecular structure that you're giving yourself and that's why i've seen i, d- I don't know who's done that study but this is an asian guy maybe you're familiar in it masuro Omoda. correct yeah so correct. He, our business yeah. is based off his research yeah and because the, they they especially with the love and gratitude because yeah. he talks about that when everyone in the room gather around this water and then the molecular structure and the, the, the crystallized yeah. like as they um they sent more snowflake. gratitude yes and bro if you 
If you're listening right now, go home and look at this. What's his name? <laughs> Read the book. Masuro Emoto, The Hidden Messages of Water is, is one of his books. Yeah, great plug. And it's just like, if you, that will give you just the, when it comes to science and like this being, oh yeah, it's just running in a stream or yeah, it's a the high volt. How can it be, um, you know, how can it be so powerful or just through, well, that fucking proves it. Wow. That proves yeah. it big time. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's massive. Yeah. Well, he's, he's done uh, studies and experiments where he's gathered 500 people to lakes, one of the, a lake in Japan that was quite dirty and it stunk. And they've all um, kind of like prayed and set intentions and, and played frequencies music to this lake. And within a week it was clean. Wow. They cleaned the lake. God. They said, like, I was at, at the start, like, some people were like, oh, it's woo woo, whatever, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the results are there, you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. It's there. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because you think about it this way it's like, if water's a life form, and if you've got one really, like, toxic person to stand in a circle, I bet if you sung them chants and told them nice things about themselves for a week, guaranteed it would change they their would life. Change. It would change their life completely, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Mm. I used to do that in these little African villages there. They used to say if someone in the village would do something bad, instead of punishing them, they'd put them in the center and everyone would have to remind them how amazing they are. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and I think it's like similar to that in a way. It's like intention. Sure. Yeah. Yes, that's what we do, all three of us, you know, in our own way of what we do. That's exactly correct. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. Teaching people to live better lives, healthier (laughs) choices. What what else else do they, what's not being done or what is being done to tap water? Consciously or unconsciously? It's it's all the chemicals that they put in it. Like the chlorine is to kill the bacteria, but it kills everything, right? right. There's so many other ways that you can do it without doing that. Right. Uh, the ammonia that they put into it. And then it's all the stuff that's underground. That's our infrastructure. It's the metal pipes that we put them in, you know what I mean? The, pla- the PVC pipes that we put them in. Mm. All these are, are leaking chemicals into our water. Mm. You know, how long have these pipes been in the ground for? Mm. You know, and pipes become porous after a while and stuff starts leaking into it, which means all kinds of stuff from underground is leaking in. You don't know, sewage is leaking into it. Mm. I know for a fact that every time there's construction here on the Gold Coast, they add more chlorine to the water because they're digging digging up the pipes, things are going into them. I've actually heard stories of asbestos falling into our water pipes and it just going down there and now it would end up in people's taps right mm. so this is this is why they're doing this stuff i mean i get it's a good intention but it's so outdated it's mm. old school thinking wow. you know and it's and it's it's and it's thinking um cheaply as well it you is. know what i mean it's, it's it like mm. it's what's the most it's a cost effective it's a band-aid. yeah exactly yeah. it's just yeah which is most things in this world it's all mm. a band-aid yeah. you look at health it's you get prescribed pills 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 but really the thing is just just uh, look after your health. Drink good f- quality water. Eat good quality food. Surround yourself with good quality people that uh, run at this high frequency, like mm. you do. Mm. And that's how easy it is. Be active. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen in the future? Like, what do you think the new system will be? Like, even if you go twenty years, thirty years, fifty, a hundred years, what do you think? Or what would you either like to see done? Or what do you? Are there projects happening now? Or um, I'm talking big systems you know like yeah big, big systems well our goal with high vibe is a thousand year plan and that thousand year plan is to supply free drinking quality drinking water to everyone on earth wow so this is bigger than me and cc this mm. is this yeah. is high vibes mission this is a thousand year plan to make something to change the world you know the reason why i do this is because i'm i get tired of how the way that the world is, you know what I mean? There's mm. there's a lot of negative, but there's also a lot of positive. Like mm. the, the positive stuff is there, you just don't hear about it. But for me, for my fulfillment is to know that I'm doing something for humanity. Mm. You know, it's that old saying that you plant the seed, it's not so you can sit under the tree, it's mm. so that your mm. children can sit under that tree. Mm. So that's what we're doing. But we, we are making a big difference already, you know, and it's great to see and it's very fulfilling, but it's so much bigger than what we are right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Wow. That's heck, and I like that you've gone a thousand, I've actually never heard that. I've never heard a plan say a thousand year plan. I've heard 10, 20, 30 year plan. I've never heard a thousand year plan, but you know well, what? You it makes you take you out of perspective so much. Yeah, and it takes it you out of it. It takes yeah, your ego yeah, out yeah, of it yeah, because yeah. it's not oh. just for you, it's I, for I, that's everyone, one of the right? best things I've ever heard. Hey? But you look, yeah, at, that is so good. you look at Western society and the way that they structure business is like short term for us is Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, right? Mm. It might be five years is your mm. short term. 
In Japan, their short term is 20 years. Wow. There's companies that have been around for 100 years, yeah. right? No they're that's, so progressive. That's right, and that's why they're so sustainable and they're yeah. so progressive and they're doing things and they're making mm. things happen because they have the mindset of the future. Rather, mm. Western society is, well, I want money now. What can mm. I do now? What yeah. can I do next week to bring more money in? Mm. Which is the Band-Aid solution. Mm. They're not creating the infrastructure there to last through humanity, you mm. know? Mm. That's, that's lots of short-term yeah. thinkings, and that's the difference, right? You want to create something that has a legacy that when you die, it keeps going. Mm. 100%. Well, that's, what do you, yeah. that's interesting. That's <laughs> leaving a legacy of significance, which yeah. is like... What do you think <coughs> makes Japan like that? What do you think? I guess they're very disciplined in their ways. They're also very, um, I don't know, actually, that's I, a really good question. The, I, I've thought about this so many times. I've thought, Japan is so progressive, amazingly nice people, peaceful, mm. all this sort of stuff. They I'm are like, very, pe- very clean, too. Family. Like, when you go yeah. there, there's no bins or anything. There's no police, too. No. So they're very, they are very respectful and disciplined mm. and well-behaved. And So this is my theory. And this is just what's come to mind. I've actually thought about this quite a lot. What do you think about after World War Two, after the atomic bomb, right, hitting them and how that would have affected their entire system? When you're in a, if you get beaten in a fight, and I mean you get smashed, you're gone. It's like, how do you react? How do you get back up? In what way do you get back up? Yeah, because they didn't get back up and fight and make more... Like, it's almost... Like, I've thought about... There's got to be some correlation between Mm. this. They've almost had to pull together so consciously and create such strong bonds with a whole nation Mm. that they've just gone, no, we're going to become pioneers of something different, and they kind of have. Yeah, I think they've just changed. They obviously realised that what they did was not the right way of doing it, Mm. and they got crucified for it Mm. with that bomb. And then they've probably come together and realized that doesn't work. Fighting doesn't work. Mm. You know, it's so short term. And it's, uh, we're fighting, like all these wars and stuff are only made up by a, a few amount of people. Mm. It's not the whole nation, yeah. right? It's, mm. it's disagreements in business, in mm. trade deals mm. and all that kind mm. of stuff. Mm. And the sooner that we realize that war doesn't work and we mm. can all get together and we can all benefit from each other and mm. we stop living in this scarcity mindset which i think they do because they're very mm. sharing and very giving mm. um especially with masuro moto with all his research and all that kind of stuff it's out there and open for everybody mm. to see the world will be a better place wouldn't it 100 mm. percent. yeah and i think that's just someone in power who's angry who doesn't know how to handle their emotions that is being reactive mm. <coughs> if he was drinking some water infused with maybe love and love and going down to Brotherhood and it would be a different place, mate. That's the thing. Well, I know, I know. Um, Alex Hamosi, uh, Alex Hamosi, who's like I've been sort of listening to quite a bit recently, and he said one of the his billionaire um, uh, mentors said to him. You've got to be looking 100, 100 years out into the future. Yeah, You've wow. got to be looking 100 years. And he was like, wow, he had never heard that being said before. And you're talking time, you know, 10x that, yeah. mm. you know? And it's like, wow, like that's real perspective. Like that, this billionaire. You can see it though, can't you? It's like, yeah, but it's like, it's so it's like if you've got that intention and that mindset on like preparing for the future and you don't care about you, but you, you care about growth, it's 100%, but it's like, you're not seeking you, you don't have the expectation of receiving it maybe not in this life that's right correct which is which like, is just taking your ego out of it yeah. you're doing oh, it because you're so good you're so even. fulfilled in what you are doing mm. that the outcome doesn't matter to yeah. you yeah. You know what I mean? because sure. every day you're living the life that you want to live mm. yeah that's on purpose that and that's pur- that's power right yeah. because it's like we we get so caught up in what everyone else is doing, especially with social media. Mm. If you find your purpose and really work out what you want to do and what pisses you off and and what you yeah. want to change, where you want that's to change. where it starts. What mm. pissed me off was the the, the chemicals and stuff that's mm. everywhere in our life, mm. uh, in our world, you know. Mm. So how can I change that? Mm. By creating something like high vibe or empowering people to do the same, you I know, agree. and that's fulfillment. I agree. And you're not attached to money then, you know what I mean? It's you're satisfied every single day because you are doing something mm. for yourself but mm. also for mm. humanity. Mm. Mm. I'd, I'd love to even um, 
call up my old man on that even as well because you and you maybe someone will be able to draw relevance or you know to to this but he'd always pick apart the politics or what's going on in the world around him and then say oh fuck fuck this blah 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 and it's like and we'd always say like you'd be well, why don't you run why don't you do something about it like, oh That's no right. no 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 i couldn't couldn't do that and something like that and it's like well, you're not really helping change the world. By and that's just, the thing. That's not, so many people it's complain, but no one's finding the solution. Yeah, you know? no just, what is the solution? Get together mm. with people that mm. want what you want and find a solution. Absolutely. There's no point in complaining about anything because it doesn't change anything. Literally, it doesn't. It doesn't just change anything. Big time. When you put that energy into it and yeah, convert that energy of anger and resentment and bring it into, well, is desire above that? Or no? Desire's below anger. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah. Desire, yeah, which is real weird because I think a lot of people are like, what do you desire? Yeah. But it's like, no, no, no. People mistake desire with gratitude. Mm. Gratitude's like way up there. It's like, I have this is what I have. Whether you're in a mud hut, you're like, I have a mud hut. How great. Yeah, mm. that's But if you're in desire, you're like, I want I want more. Yeah. I want this, I want that, but I don't have it. Mm. It's, like lu- it's like lust almost. Mm. Lust in yeah, a way. Right. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Question I it's interesting, hey? It, it is very interesting. Yeah. I learned something cool the other day. It was yeah. aluminium has the same frequency as sadness. What? What? See, that's why, no wonder, like, they say stay away from heavy metals and stuff. Yeah. You know? And it's all in our water, man. It's all wow, in our pipes. It's everywhere. You know, that just made me go, oh, my fucking God, what frequency does certain fruits and foods have? What frequency does certain minerals and everything have i bet bananas have got a real fucking high frequency <laughs> <laughs> those things are good eh <laughs> they are, they've got so much serotonin in them that you know and then they've also got they, they, if, there's something like if you bunch enough bananas together it's like because they've got so much potassium it's like it can, they can cause like a small explosion like because really? through the radiation that we yeah need, no we shit put, if you put them yeah together. we do we yeah like i don't know how many you'd need <laughs> we could get on google right now and go look up how many bloody things we're the ones we, once we we're, we're, not, the bomb. we're yeah. not a joe rogan <laughs> level yet turned into a terrorist <laughs> network <laughs> <laughs> on that that segues in nicely you've been in the military oh, okay straight to the yeah. straight to that yeah, the terrorist yeah, uh, mercenary yeah, yeah, yeah please Did you have banana grenades <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, They're in the did. pipeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was in the French Foreign Legion. Um, yeah. I went over there. Do you want to know why I went there? Obviously. Please, yeah. Tell the audience. Uh, I was a personal trainer for a few years and I just felt very stagnant where I was in life and I always wanted a challenge and I wanted to do something different. And um, this, this come across me when I was uh, about 19, I think I was. Yeah, 19 or 20. Wow. And I was speaking to one of my brother's friends who had been a um, clearance diver in the Navy for 20 years. And he told me about this. I'd never traveled or anything like that. And I was like, oh, it's pretty far away. It was like a whole nother world to me. And I was like, I'll I'll, I'll just keep it in the back of my mind. And two years went by and I was like, fuck, I still really want to go and do this. And I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to give myself eight uh, eight months, I think I did. Or six or eight months, I can't exactly remember. I'm actually, I've been writing a book over over the last few years about my whole experience so i'll release that one day but god damn i'll buy it yeah so it's got some got some cool stories in it already i got about twenty five thousand words so the average adult book has about a hundred thousand words wow um, so i'm quarter of the quarter way there way, yeah, anyway nice. yeah so i i went from 110 kilos in my big meathead stage down to 85 so yeah. i just cha- totally yeah. changed my yeah. um training i started yeah. doing beach sessions swims i got a um yeah, lots of what you guys do, you know, heaps of that stuff. Beach sessions, swimming, running. I got a, I got a book from a Navy SEAL, a guy called Stu Smith, who has a 12-week program in there for Navy SEALs, and it has like an 80% success rate if you complete all the stuff in this book. And there's a precursor for, to it. For Navy SEALs? For Navy SEALs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that Hell Week as well? So n- not in the book it was, but obviously they have that in theirs. But in this book, it was all the times and stuff that you need to hit wow. to be be successful in becoming the rest is all mental once you've got the fitness there it's all mental and that's the same with most militaries um yeah so i did four weeks before that which was a little booklet that he had also Mm. for it was like a precursor to it smash that out and then i did the 12 weeks and i got down 85 kilos and then i booked my plane ticket and uh, i had i got my passport and i headed over to france and the only way that you can join the legend good looking 85 kilos you know 
fit. I was, was pretty it, skinny, yeah. Oh, were you skinny then? Well, I mean, I was, yeah, I was lean, but yeah. fuck yeah, I was definitely not yeah. 110, you know. 25 yeah, 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 kilos yeah, yeah. Of, sure. of, of weight is, well, is yeah, a lot, yeah. Substantial, hey. Um, so I was, yeah, just running. Like, it was stuff in the book, like you would run 5K as fast as you can, swim 2K as fast as you can, and then run another 5K as fast as you can. You yeah. had to do it within like an hour, an hour and 20 minutes. Well. And, it was stuff like that. Like it was taxing stuff. Yeah, for sure. Oh, sounds uh, cool. <laughs> I'll have to ring the book here yeah. and show you guys. Um, yeah. So then I went over to France. Didn't speak their language. Um, stayed there for a couple of days to have a look around because I've never been overseas. Yeah. Did experience France yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, and then I went to the Legion. How I got there was I, I only took like three hundred euro. I had my passport and basically the clothes on my back because I knew once you, that you got there that they take everything off you. Yeah. They take everything, they just give you a pair of jocks, like you wow. stand there naked and they do all kinds of stuff. Mm. We'll, we'll get into that later, <laughs> the naked part. Um, yeah, so then I went, you knock on the gate, it's called Fort de Nogent. It's this massive fortified castle place uh, just outside of Paris. You knock on the gate and you say, I want to be a legionnaire. And they Jeez. make it, they make it, well, 10,000 people apply, you only 1,000 get in, but it's you get tested as soon as you're there. So I was quite fortunate that Normally, when you go there, they make you wait in this room, and normally you could be in that room for three days. You know what I mean? It's just it's just this room with a wood, wooden bench all the way around. It's just a square room. You're still in the nude, or no? No, no, I wasn't oh, in the nude. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. Calm down, brother. <laughs> 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 nah, so when I went in, they basically grabbed everyone, and we went to the um, went to the barracks, and that's when they start testing you. Know, they take everything off you. They go through all your stuff. They ask you why you're there, and then you start getting medical tested, psychological. Uh, fitness test and that goes on for about three weeks um, and then you get accepted to go down to their main recruitment base which is like a training base um, and then you go down there and it gets more intense so you get um, interrogated by the Gestapo and all kinds of wow. stuff you know it's a pretty cool experience wow, yeah yeah, yeah right. it's cool um, and then yeah finally you get accepted become a legionnaire and then you get sent off to basic training to do all, all your stuff yeah crazy experience wow yeah. Gestapo, I've heard that before. Yeah, that's what? like, uh, yeah, it's... Disciple of Gestapo, Giftodius. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> the Gestapo. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I don't know how to explain them, really. They're kind of like their own organisation, like a secret organisation that... Like spies, I guess, yeah. you, you kind of call them. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, they're always looking, dope. you know, they're looking for evidence to find things out on you and that kind of stuff. and. Like interrogating proper, you. Proper interrogated you. Yeah, well, because they want to know who you are. The first, they're going to wow. train you up to, to with weapons and mm. that. They mm. want to know who they're giving these weapons to, you know what I mean? Wow. Because you get some pretty crazy so people you, that end up in legion. Did you have, like, more intense training than, like, typical army training in Australia? Or, like, what's the, what's the standard? Like, what was the... Um, yeah, I've been told from mates of mine that have been in the um, Australian army that it was definitely more intense what I wow. went through. It's a lot of, it's a lot of um, psychological testing well, you know okay. it's very mind driven yeah. uh fitness obviously is a huge part of it their motto in the legion is um we will send in the legionnaires first if they die who who cares it's just a bunch of foreigners if they succeed we'll give the glory to the french government wow That's their motto you know also they have just a bunch of foreigners yeah they have yeah. march or march or die you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you stay up with the group or you end up at the back and you die and you yeah. get picked off. Pierish. You know, it's very, it was created in 1831. So it started. Um, so it's like almost secretive in a way. Like when you were just saying like if you, it's like if you're successful, it's the, it's like if you're, if you as a legionnaire were successful, it's like it's, it goes to the French. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, if what you if you if you get sent to somewhere, yeah. say let's just say Afghanistan yeah. or somewhere, and your whole battalion dies, mm. then who cares, right? That's their mentality. Whatever, yeah. it's it's a bunch of foreign blood, doesn't matter. But if you succeed in that mission, then they give the glory to the French government. Wow, you know, that's wow. what it's like. And they're crazy, man. You, they are pretty secretive. You, you don't hear a lot about them, um, but they're everywhere in the world. Like they're in Central African Republic, they're in Somalia, they're in like Djibouti and stuff. They're in. Um, over in South Africa, like they look after the Euro Space Station, they hunt drug dealers and illegal gold miners and wow. stuff over there through the Amazon. Like this, they do some pretty crazy stuff. Um, they're obviously still active in Afghanistan and that mm. and that as well. So yeah, you just don't hear about them. Wow. How long were you over there serving for? Uh, I was over there for a couple of years. Yeah. And then uh, I ended up coming back home to fulfill what I wanted to do. 
what was the most, what was the biggest hurdle that you faced or challenging thing that you faced while serving in there? Can you, can you, can you pick one? I've been. I think one of the biggest things that I took out of that. Yeah. Um, That's a great way to put it. <laughs> that I took out of it, yeah. yeah, it was, obviously it was very lonely. I was the only one there. I'd only ever come across two other Australians while I was there. Uh, one guy was from Brisbane, another guy was from Sydney, and they were, weren't in the same regiments as me. They were in different ones. I just come across their paths. Right, but yeah. <coughs> you know, Australia was eight hours behind. So I, even though, even though I was in Legion, I couldn't still call anyone anyway. Mm. I wasn't able to call anyone. So it, it ended up being it was it was me. Everything I did was for me. And the day that I got my Legion. Air Kepi, which is that white hat that they wear. Mm. We're all doing our march and doing our ceremony, and we're heading mm. out. In all other militaries, you get to invite your family, your friends, and everyone gets to see you graduate. In mm. the Legion, there's none of that, right? It's just you. Mm. You're standing around, it's just you. There's no one there to say, well no done, no. Yeah. no. And that's when I realised that everything that I do is for me. It's not wow. for anyone else. That is such an important It is lesson. only for me. I get oh. fulfilment out of what I do, not what people see that I do mm. and that's what's transformed me into my life is that everything that it kind of makes me yeah. cheer up a little bit dude know, I know she sure. got good goosebumps <laughs> I did. right because like, yeah. that was my biggest lesson like it was just there was just no one there and it, it was just it was me and it was so satisfying to know that I had done all of this mm. by myself yeah. for myself yeah. And the fulfillment and gratitude that I got out of that mm. was next level. That completely removes ego yet again. Mm. Yeah. It just, because yeah, if no one's there to give you a pat on the back and say, well done, well done, Elliot. Fuck, you Which really is, grinded it out. Yeah. You did so well, mm. brother. Like, to not receive that, but to then you be able to, to receive it. yourself. Yeah, you have to give it to yourself. Yeah. Then. You have to. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what it's about. You know, yeah. a lot of people are looking for that from validation. other people, the yeah. validation. It doesn't matter. Mm. It's what it's you are in control of your own validation. Wow, dude! So that yeah. was the biggest thing that I took out of the Legion. Great lesson. It is a great so lesson. So glad the audience got the. Yeah. And it's like it's that it's that lesson coupled with the thousand year future and all these other things that yeah. really make you live life by a value or a principle rather than for validation or for someone else or something like that because living your life caught up in what win can I have socially or publicly or something like that or is so short term so short lived and what happens when you're 80 years old and you can't do the same things that you used to do anymore it's like you're gonna but if you've got this thousand year plan at least you know after you pass you've got something that's going to continue on a good yeah, intention is the, the legacy world. right and you can feel happy knowing that you can die with a smile on your face you know because mm. I think we all unconsciously think about that all the time so how do we want to go you don't want to go being like, oh, I did so much great stuff. You actually want to go being like, I'm, I'm satisfied. Yeah, you're satisfied. Yeah. You know, you want to die with a smile on your face. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I gave it my all. Every yeah. day I showed up for yeah. me and I gave it my all. Yeah. And how about it when they say leave your legacy, it's like, are you leaving the legacy of what how people saw you or are you leaving the legacy of what you've built that then gets to live on? Yeah, I, I, like think, that, I think legacy is like you've, you've almost seen something that you want to change and leave, it, leave in the world like, leave an imprint in the world like the light bulb for example Edison's gone this is just literally what popped in my mind then but he's you know he's provided light to so many people that's a legacy oh, you know it's sure. like people think more at the end of the day people think more about light light is more in people's lives than Edison is hmm. does that make sense mm. so I think that's legacy mm. you know it's like it's not about it's not about you and I don't think anyone who tries to make it about them ends up having a legacy anywhere near as good as mm. people who just do it for the sake of doing it mm. Yeah, do it for everyone else. Yeah, you know? mm. and you ask those people as well. Like, ask yourself, oh yeah, what? So, how's it good? Does it make you? But I bet you'd be like, no, 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 it's not. It's not about me. It's about the thousand year vision. It's about what it provides. Mm. You know. So mm. I think that's an Big important time. lesson. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, I love that. I think it's I, great. I, I, something. There's. Pardon me about that. Um, there's. Um, You're not going over the high road, bro. Yeah, I apologise. Here, let me pick this. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 funny. I just Google searched the other day, because I wondered why and when you talk about psychologically why you always see in movies or whenever someone's in trouble the first and men, men a man a grown man especially when they're going to war or whenever they're doing or whenever they're tribal or when they take their last breaths and they always go mummy or mommy you know mm -hmm. what i mean mm -hmm. ever contemplated that 
I, I, I heard about this, is this, this, no. this thing is like when men are dying and are in a lot of pain and like they're really scared like there's all these wartime stories of these men mm. on their deathbed like freaking out being like I want my mum I want mm. my mum like freaking out like full grown men they want that comfort yeah they're like mum mum even men who claim to not have close relationships with their mum yeah. and things like that they were just it's like mum mum instinctual it's just ingrained it's like that's that first it's person it's that, that home you know yeah. what I mean they, that's where their first home was yeah literally mm. yeah and it can't, no, I'm just like psychologically Safety. it comes back to there and it's like fuck that's a that's a really because for me personally I like we're hearing stories of like going out and being a uh, uh, the word I was going to say is a savage but I mean a savage for yourself in the sense of like just being like reckless and like you, you know what I mean like I can face I can overcome any mountain I can stand in the face of adversity and go you know what fuck I'm going to do it anyway you know and I really like admire that and I've always had this massive urge or this pull towards that sort of serving like that you know and then um, well, it's about uh, like Jordan Peterson psychologically that's where I'm re- tying this in yeah okay. Jordan Peterson yeah, yeah go, I was going to say Jordan Peterson says it that you, you become the beast and then you control the beast and that's how you have to be you know what mm. i mean that you are so as you said savage mm. that but you know what you're doing right mm. you know why you're doing it mm. not just become an animal and just yeah. become a sociopath yeah. and just sure, fuck shit up you know what i mean yeah like do become a savage mm. control the animal mm. and do something purposeful yeah. with yeah. it yeah yeah have you seen mike tyson popping up all over your feeds recently nah so i've been I, on social media oh, lately mm. i go on social media and i love it because i unfollowed everyone <laughs> and then i've got a, i've got some i follow a few people now but my feed is literally just those reels of just those you know jordan peterson mike any any famous people talking this is these little clips these really little punchy clips you know and they're so great anyway now Mike Tyson talks there's this one video that really caught me and there's someone in his house and he's got all his belts all his championship belts and someone's like how great does that make you feel and he picks the belts up and he goes these he said bullshit fuck them and he throws them on the ground and the reporter's like whoa 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 whoa." and he's like man this is just a belt this is just a belt like who cares like I don't give a fuck man like it's just a belt why why should I attach so much of this I'm way more than this Mm. I'm more than this and it was like whoa and even Mike Tyson's one of those guys now I see is like okay he's really come out the other side of that beast and now he's you know finding fulfillment and yeah, other things yeah for sure he's utilising in a different way you know we 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 sort of <coughs> uncovered we, we we came across like we said the, the mission behind Brotherhood was to redefine the means of the modern day man and we've just sort of broken it down now and our slogan it was enjoy the daily essential we've shifted to redefining the alpha male Okay. Yes. and it's like and I think that's what yeah. it is it's because an alpha male in our eyes is an integrated male and that means they've both got a, 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 yeah they've got a healthy integration of both masculine and feminine energy yep. and I think that's what that says it's like he experienced the full savage of going full masculine mode and then realised fuck it actually doesn't bring my full Self, my full gift to the world. Gift odious. The gift. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, this is my personal take on the, mm. on on what a man should be is oh, please. to be a warrior in all aspects of their life, mm. which means not only physically strong but mentally strong, intelligent, thoughtful, mm. mindful, caring. You mm. need to excel in every area of your life. You can't mm. just be a warrior and just be gun ho because mm. it doesn't work. Mm. You need to excel in everything. Yeah. And that's the rise of an intelligent male, right? I like yeah. that. Just painted a good picture in my head as well. <laughs> and imagine, how's that for a thousand year vision? You know what I mean? Like, when you put that out in a thousand years, imagine a world of men like that. Wow, and yeah. Imagine what a world imagine of men Imagine how far in how much we would excel. Absolutely. If everyone started doing that today, imagine where we would be in ten years ten from years, now, yeah. you know what I mean? Let well, alone a thousand. And when we say we, we're not just talking about the masculine, we're talking about the feminine as That's well. That's right, because everyone. When, when men are better, then we're going to be better for our woman. And mm. when we're better for our woman, it means the, the, the collective universal energy of like everyone can be at a level where everyone's just so loving compassionate giving but also all solution based you yeah, know what I mean? yeah this is a really the deep unity <laughs> the unity <laughs> so deep because i always think about this is what it comes to me and i think this is one of my best strengths is i'm very strategic in terms of i like to think about what would be the best mission to follow mm. does that ever, do you ever think that like if there was like um, the most 
the highest, highest, highest intention that you could bring back into this physical reality, what would be the best mission to follow? But maybe that's my limitation at the same time as well, because it's like, what if it doesn't need to be the best? Was it? What if it just needs to be a good intention that's improvement on whatever yeah, else is now, right now? Just something, yeah. But I think about that, I'm like, whoa, because I get excited. I, I have this mind where I can I see everything, and I'm like, whoa, what am I supposed to do with all this? You know what I mean? Like, what am I... It's interesting. I know other people think like that, because if I think like that, I know other people Of do. course. So it's... You end up in this spot of going, hmm, what do I want to create? I understand, but you run to, to create... Have you run to have the freedom to live life on this planet to their greatest mm. ability or capacity? Mm. And with that, there's also fundamental, like, nature, natures, or fundamental natural laws that if you abide by, like becoming, like each man becomes this type of man in their own way, but they excel in whatever they do yep. with certain values, like the care and compassion, warrior, everything, in whatever they do. Mm. So it's like, it's the like, where, yeah, it's like, do you want to be big chunk or do you want to be real fine detailed? But it doesn't really matter because as long as it's, we're trying our best. Mm. Yeah, and we're all working together yeah. rather than against each other. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Like each country works against each country. It's just everyone just work together because mm. we'll get so much more done. Mm. I think about the country thing a lot as well because I actually have thought, imagine if like countries saw themselves as like just people in a room. So like Australia is a certain type of person, America is a certain type of person. And I thought like, well, if Africa was like a certain type of person as well, and you have developed countries and undeveloped countries. If the undeveloped countries were like the siblings, you'd want to help the siblings, right? That's true, yeah. You wouldn't want to block them off, but we're blocking off our siblings, mm. you know? So because well, we're, like, we're all from the one, right? But it's all just relationships. We're brothers and sisters. It's just relationships. It's not mm. country versus country. It's like, no, no, you're, like you said before, it's just a few people versus a few people, mm. and they're just butting heads. Yeah. It's just relationships, really. And then it's propaganda to make everyone jump on their side. Yeah. Mm. You know? All this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While we're on relationships, then I'd love to take a turn and dive into yours because I look at you and CC and your business partners, but you're also married, have been for two years, you were saying earlier. Yeah. Um, I just, I look at into what I see in your relationship is just so much love and um, something really beautiful way. Like really, I, I, I think everyone would be able to see that from the outset as well which is like inspiring as well you know so um yeah so i I, like you met two years ago how's it how's it all come to be how's it all um we met four years ago um we met at justin lane across the road yeah actually i was working behind the bar and she walked in she was actually in the country for six hours and she her uber got lost and she jumped out where's she originally from america Oh, really? Yeah, she's she's a New Yorker. I didn't even know. Yeah, she was uh, born and bred in the Bronx. and got out of the Bronx when she was young and moved to Westchester. Um, her parents were grew up in the Bronx and Harlem and stuff. And wow. Yeah, yeah, her dad's pretty... Um, he's a white Puerto Rican, but his, his family's been through a lot growing up. So wow. he, he did the best they could and got them out of, out of the Bronx as quick as they could. And she was able to live a really good life. So she actually traveled here. So she was doing one trip away by herself each year for growth. Like it was something that she would promise herself that she would do, go to a new country for new experiences by herself. So she actually ended up in Australia. She she, uh, flew into Brizzy, Uber got lost, supposed to go to Lockwood, saw Justin Lane had um, bar seating, jumped out, we got chatting. Uh, I said, let's go on the hill and have a pizza. And I took a break and, and went up on the hill. And and she ended up staying for three weeks. So she changed her flight twice. She was only supposed to be here a week. And then she was moving to Mexico to work with her friends on a restaurant that he had over there. So she actually moved to Mexico. And then I flew to Mexico like a month later. Wow. And I uh, spent two weeks in Mexico. Oh. And I said, uh, not that I have anything against... Um, Mexico but there's I feel there's a lot more opportunity here mm. I said uh, why are you living here earning this much when you could be over here earning the same more mm. three times as much money yeah. doing the same thing right mm. and so she stayed there for a little bit longer and then she ended up we ended up getting her a flight and she come over like another month later and she's been here ever since so we got married in COVID the start of COVID in April 
um, out the front of a house in Talabudger Creek. And yeah, we've been together ever since. We got high vibe in that journey as well. Um, yes, it's been a crazy journey oh, for her wow. and I. I'd love yep. to hear that from her perspective. Yeah, yeah, she, wow. she would obviously give you a lot more detail <coughs> oh. on that kind of stuff. I was just trying to sum it up so yeah, I didn't no, you take did, so long on, you did really sure. well. on the story. It reminded me of a question I wanted to ask you earlier because what that story indicates to me is like, um, CC had, like, I wonder what your highest value is because at, an, at that stage it's like CC valued adventure and growth mm. because you wanted to experience life, you know what I mean? And when you can, and if you um, can form a relationship or like if you can um, form a mutuality around like, oh, I value growth really high, then obviously you're going to be coming from that similar place mm. of understanding, which is obviously going to help know, each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what would, what would yours be? I'd, I don't know, back then or to what it is now or like I feel like my journey has been the same for a long time um, ever since I started my personal development journey which was uh, pretty much after I came home from the Legion and I got stuck big time into personal development it's always to be the best version of myself yeah. every time I go to an event every time I go to a breath work it's always the so same it's thing it's, it's always growth yeah. yeah it's always for me to show up for me and be the best version of me every single day yeah fucking iron so good and how, how much of that do you think comes from that experience you had what you took out of being away in the army yeah a lot but yeah. see he at 19 he felt stagnant you see you know what i mean mm. which is yeah. so young mm. and already you were lifting fucking big weight like you knew how to push yourself yeah what I did you when you were 19 what was it just being like what the fuck was it like what the fuck am i doing or like what was so that's why it, what it would encourage you to move though because you value yeah, growth yeah. so high. i do value growth yeah my my childhood like my teens um i got caught up in a lot of gangs and that kind mm. of stuff to all my best mates actually it's going to take a bit of a turn shot and killed someone and I was caught up in all of that and I got stuck in a day went to jail for a long t- time um, and I was dealing of all the repercussions of that oh, wow. and it got to a point where like I, I got stabbed in the neck I was getting shot at like all kinds of stuff that I went home one day and I was like fuck I do not want to live this life anymore yeah. um, and I just got out of there and ever since then it's it's always been about how can I show up for me how can I do more and how can I empower people who were in the same position as me or even worse or even better to live the life that they want to live you know and mm-hmm. just empower people and it's always been that way and then yeah I went to Melbourne I was a personal trainer I felt stagnant I didn't feel like I was being fulfilled and then that's when I went to Legion and then that's when I learned those real core lessons and then I started getting stuck in the personal development and surrounding myself with people that had what I want and that's when the snowball started to gain momentum mm. I mean it still is gaining momentum and it'll be a forever journey you know mm. but it's each day each yeah, day mm. wow what a <coughs> something that we we've got to also prompt as well because we always want to let people know that it doesn't take getting stabbed in the neck before you have to make drastic that's changing right, big your time. life. Big yeah. time, yeah, that so, was... <laughs> but but wow. I ju- I d- it does just give you goosebumps hearing that story. Yeah, and you does. even gave yourself... Like, yeah, before I'm you started speaking, you were like, fuck, here we go. Because like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know I, I, mean? I, don't, I don't talk about this stuff often. I don't thank you for sharing it. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, it's My pleasure. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't say a lot of this stuff. Even about the... Le- I don't really talk about the Legion much yeah. and that kind of stuff. And I don't really mm. talk about my past. And that's... Yeah. It's not because I'm ashamed of it. It's mm. because I... I'm not that person anymore. Yeah, I don't yeah. associate with that person. Yeah. You know so what I mean? So even though that has happened to me, yeah. that is not who I am, mm. right? Yeah. I think yeah. That, honestly, I just think there's so much value in that because there's a lot of like guys, obviously young guys, mid, mid same age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Between all three of us, yeah. that would just like need to hear that sort of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it's so valuable because I think that stories are a way for us to hear and get all the same feelings and experience without having to go through the same thing. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? It's guys like you that bring it, like, have now, like, got so much purpose to bring high vibe to the world so that, you know right. what, you don't have to go to where the depths that Elliot went. You can drink yeah. more high vibe. That's right. <laughs> exactly. You can change yourself today. You can, you That's can right. come to brotherhood and stuff and realise, fuck, you know what, I can ascend without having yeah, to have yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. deep plummet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's like, that's like, the you, mission and purpose behind everything. You know what, this fucking hit me so hard as well. Okay, you know how you always talk about, so guys, big on saying you don't need to have the dip to have the rise. Mm. And a lot of people have post-traumatic growth 
bang mm. and then they shoot back up mm. guys always say you don't need that and i believe that too i don't believe you you, you do need that i believe sometimes you you need a trampoline you can bounce off but i mean not need you sometimes you have a trampoline mm. yeah. you don't need it that just made me think like would you would you you know the experiment they do with plants where they put shit music on one and yeah, good yeah. music on another and one dies and one grows you wouldn't put shit music on a plant to then have it bounce back that's right. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell a baby when they're a little baby, oh, you little shit. You know what I mean? You're gonna grow from this. You're gonna thank me later. You little <laughs> shit. It's like no, it doesn't work like that. You you want them to grow. You want them to grow. Yeah. So it's like. There was another. Uh, that's well, that's right, and it's about being aware, like of, of your situation. Yeah. Of what you're in, you yeah. know what I mean, and being aware of what you're exposed to, your friends, the music mm. you listen to, the, the movies that you watch. Mm. Like every single thing has an impact on mm. it, yeah. right? We're just sponges, mm. and we're constantly being told this, that, and the other. You know, constantly being marketed we're to. We're malleable. That's mm. right. We are right. Yeah. We're just sponges, and there's always something being thrown at us, right? So we just need to be aware of who we are what our values are, who we align with, mm. and what we want to do. Mm. And as soon as that you realize that and mm. take the time out, I think COVID was really good for a lot of people because you had that time. When mm. people went into lockdown, you had time to figure out who the fuck you were mm. because you Literally. had no extra no distractions. Mm. Literally, mm. that's honestly that, and I've mentioned it before on the podcast, that was my awakening, 100%. Yeah. I'd never, huh. I'd never had, like, I always thought for me to be fulfilled, I had to be surrounded by people because I couldn't be by myself. Mm. Suddenly when I was stripped back to be by myself, it's like, holy fuck, I've got a lot of fucking mm. yeah. things I need to do yeah. here. Why do I mm. feel like I need company? <laughs> mm. Mm. I need it, you know? And it's just those environments, yeah. My, my COVID experience was not the same. I moved, <laughs> I moved in with a girl I'd been dating for about four or five months when I was about 20 years old. It was one of the worst decisions ever. But I can resonate with the being by yourself thing because when I moved to Brisbane when I was younger and I didn't know anyone, I just, I was pretty much in my house. Like, I was just me by myself. But you learn the most when you're forced to be by yourself. Yeah, big time. Because you have to talk to yourself. Yeah. You listen to your thoughts. Yeah. Mm. You don't get that when you're constantly no, busy every day. And you're no, talking to people and no. you're doing stuff. Mm. You guys resonate in the sense that you both moved in, in COVID. You got oh, hitched. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get hitched? Yeah. 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 And so, sorry, how long were you... Um, like, well, yeah, let's go back to the relationship as well. Okay. You, both, you both value growth so highly. Yeah, and then and then... I don't know. I just, I, I, yeah, I'd love to like. He's dive been into raving about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's I just think, oh, I want to know. Oh, I, well, not that I want to know. I want mm. everyone to sh- like understand that you two That's can experience idea. the mm. that lo- the love that you manifest over that you p- believe to be real is out there if you're willing to. Well, work on it. You got to work yeah. on it. There's plenty of ups and downs. You go through your peaks and troughs every yeah. day, but it's about being just being nice to each other. Mm. Um, you know, it's not always going to be the case, mm. but you got to come back and you got to communicate about mm. it and, mm. and show up for yourself and apologize if it was your fault. But just, I guess we really align in what we want and who we are. Mm. You know, mm. we're both on the same mission, and that's to empower mm. people. And yeah, it's very impressive that you know, you've both just started a bit like you know, like a few years earlier, CC had been living in America, comes yeah. over here, and now what? She's in a high vibe business with you. You know what I mean? It's like crazy. It's like and it's crazy mind. journey. Yeah, so it's quick so too. You know oh, what I mean? It just shows you the values are always there. Big time. You know? And that's mm. and that's being of the line of who you are because then mm. the people are attracted to who you are. The same people that you are mm. start coming to you. You're like a magnet. Mm. Fuck off. That's how easy it is. Oh, I, I 100%. <laughs> and that's trust. Lust. That's yeah. trust. And you know what that also is? It's knowing who you are. Mm. And I think... When, when you spend enough time with yourself to know, okay, I actually don't need anyone at the deepest intrinsic part, I know that I'm okay. And I'm assuming you would have learned that from that experience you had over in France. Then it's like, okay, now everything that comes into my life, I know is true because I'm true to me. And you don't have to ever wonder or question because you've mm. spent so you have so much solidity in yourself. Mm. You know, that's like a real place of confidence. I call that the self-assured man because I think like when you become yeah, so full and that? knowing of yourself assured of who you are mm. and I said this on a post back in May last year when we first started brotherhood and it's like as soon as you you exude that confidence within yourself that you know yourself then suddenly the universe like you start uh, you start gravitating or uh, like you said a magnet uh, energetically uh, the woman that aligns with you and yeah. your, will just 
appear. Yeah. If you're not hey, she searching. Did, yeah. Actually, you're I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you this yes. bit. The day before that she walked into the door of Justin Lane, I said to myself that I'm not gonna have any woman. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with any woman. I don't want anyone. I just want to focus on myself yeah. and do what I have to do. And as soon as I gave that up. The universe put CC right in front Bro, of me. Oh, that is so funny. The next day, yeah. man. Yeah. It's so interesting as well because Chris. was it a test or was that a was that you know what I mean? No, it's you know what that is. That's a that's that's the most attractive. Like when you look at masculinity and femininity, you and stop stuff, chasing like, it's or looking. Yeah. Mm. You just attraction. give in and and trust the universe. Yeah, but I just think it's funny how like you said right now I'm gonna just like ignore blah blah blah, and then it's like and then next day CC's there and it's like. Well, are you gonna like take this opportunity, or and interesting how it's like used as an opportunity rather than a distraction? Yeah, but I reckon you, know? you would have been so in your power as well that even when you'd met her, yeah. you would have been like, no woman. No well, woman, this no is the funny no thing, woman. right? She she come. I was working at the downstairs bar, and we got the rooftop, and I was there, and she pulls up the seat, and I said, you know that we've got a rooftop upstairs, and she goes, oh okay. And I said, yeah, rooftop's really nice upstairs. And she goes, why? But you're not there. Uh, this was after oh, a conversation. Oh, that's beautiful. Like, I, tr- I tried well to done, get rid Cece. of her well at done. the start, right? And then she said that. <laughs> Absolute it was, stud. It was a conversation, though, that we were having that was different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It wasn't like every other conversation. Where you were trying or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know? When you're trying, you're faking. Yeah. So it's not, you were just being yourself. I was just, could, yeah. yeah. I was trying to get rid of her. Yeah. She said, why well, you're not there? And we're having a good conversation. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to spend a little bit more time with this one. That's high vibe. <laughs> That's high vibe. That's high vibe. That was alignment, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, really so cool. What are like the, for, for tools that people can give in relationships, um, what are your what let's what are your let's say there's been how do you guys deal with um arguments or like how have you seen them yeah yeah how have you seen that conflict it's uh this is a good one because you have to understand how each person reacts cc loves to talk about stuff right then and there Mm -hmm. i've got nothing nice to say right then and there and i know that right so i will go out and I will, I will go do something and I'll come back to it later. Mm. Might be a day later, two days later, yeah. whatever it is. I'll, <laughs> but I will come back to it, right? Mm. But I need to know my thought process on it first mm. before I go back into it. Otherwise, there's going to be yeah. no re- resolution, yeah. right? It's, yeah. That's it. It's just going to be conflict mm. because we've both disagreed on something. I think I'm right. She thinks her, she's right. Mm. You know, so I have to come back into it of a new mindset of mm. seeing it, how she saw it. I need to debrief on the whole thing mm. and then I come back to it so it's understanding how people are in each situation yeah mm. and yeah. that's the biggest thing and just yeah being just being understanding yeah yeah just being a, a Jordan and I complete reverse of that she has to like bite her tongue and then has and to you go love away. to talk about uh, it oh, like I'm just like I can clear it and within seconds you know what I mean but it's like yeah it's like you can sweep it under the rug or you can but then it is also we've found as well it's like or are you just storing ammo for later on? You know what I mean? It's like, are you just not bringing up what triggered you in the moment, just suppressing that, and then when something of real substance comes up, you've got this array of like artillery yeah. to like fire at them. Well, actually, bloody um, three weeks ago when you put that, <laughs> left that rag on the ground, and you know what I mean? It's like, I'd say I'd rather just now it's become. I've, she's made me aware of that, so now I just come to her in the moment and just say, hey, look, this is like blah blah blah, and then we can just. Clear it. Clear mm. it, settle the, you know, and then you can move forward. Um, I don't know if you can relate with that, yeah? Or, or well, yeah, you definitely you have to resolve time. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes we've had a, our big fights and it's taken me a couple of days. Other, yeah. other times it will, because we're so busy anyway with, yeah. with High Vibe, you know, we're always doing stuff anyway. Yeah. It, it kind of, if we have an argument or whatever in the morning, then we've got to go about and do our day anyway and mm. then we'll come back to it and, and discuss an, it that night. Mm. Yeah. And, that's and it's resolved in that day. Yeah. And that's another question even is like, wh- what percentage of your day do you spend away from CC? Because um, if you're business partners and then you go to sleep in the same bed, you know, like what's... Yeah, yeah, we, we, uh, <laughs> this is funny. We uh, have s- been spending a lot more time apart only because High Vibe is growing a lot more that we, we need to separate ourselves yeah. because mm-hmm. she focused on one area and I focused on the other. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we don't always sleep in the same bed and that's because we're always together that we need our own time mm, so God, I, I, I love that so we have we have two rooms in a house one's mine one's hers wow. and then we have our living area as well so if she wants time by herself she'll go in her room if i want time by myself i'll go in my room like my computer and stuff is in there so i'll just lock in there and i'll get to work and do mm. my stuff and then if we want to we will sleep together that night if not we'll stay apart and we'll see each other in the morning god i, I think that is so that. brilliant so healthy so, so healthy. healthy yeah because and there's no judgment there. space. there's no judgment in covid for sure yeah Fuck, being around good. someone all the time i'm i'm very big i'm very independent and like, so is she um but i'm very big on my personal space how, mm. how can i be the person that i want to be and and empower people mm. if I feel shit on the inside or I feel like I don't have space. Yeah, you know, I need to fill my cup up first before I can go out in the world and mm. water everybody else, you know? Mm. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, and that's just so interesting that you bring that up because the topic for the next Integrated Essentials is um, building, and sustain, building and sustaining sexual chemistry within polarity. And I think that's perfect polarity because it's like, you you know what I mean? It's like when you're talking about the percentage of your day you spend each other and you realise that to sustain the polarity of attraction, mm. you've actually got to separate each other yeah. and sleep in your own beds. But when you come together, the magic's there. It's still there. I explain it to the guys. It's like there's, a, there's, a, there's an invisible rubber band between you and your partner. And every action that you take is going to either stretch that band and increase the attraction or it's going to slack it. Mm. And there's a lot of couples that have fuck all tension in their relationship and there's no intimate attraction there that's where divorces come from and all these other yeah, things literally. because they start getting nitty and at each other and they then they keep spending time around each other yeah but and that's you, when it's hard mm. and that also comes from not resolving your issues too you know what yeah, I mean yeah. like if you push things under the rug and you yeah. don't I think that's I, I just love how that just came up there like that was yeah. just perfect bro like it makes, what, and it makes, what a and practical it makes, tool for anyone that feels like they're losing attraction in their relationship yeah, and it's, it's good time apart because mm. you hear from a successful man right and you are so you hear from Thank a successful you. man and a guy in a great relationship and you hear that and you go young guys will be going and this is definitely what I thought in my head oh I've got to get over it because I'm supposed to sleep with and my partner that, I'm supposed yeah. to do this and then you're just like no 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 you don't and I've heard this before you know, and it's like, like that's how you create the attraction. That's how you create the. Well, you, you gotta, mm. you've gotta create the lifestyle that you want to live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not yeah. just be told. And that's the thing we've been marketed to for so mm. long on how relationships should be, how mm. marriage is, how a man and woman should be. It's not that way at all. Mm. It's what makes you the most happiest. Yeah. That's how it needs to be. Yeah. Mm. I love that. God, and when you've got two people that know themselves so well. And then they come together. That's real strength. That's power. Yeah, yeah. That's real strength. There's yeah, power. Did you say power? Yeah, it's power. It's healthy power. power. Yeah, yeah it's sure. like mm, I know myself. Yeah. You know, like if they if they didn't have power in their relationship, they wouldn't be able to have such a successful, or powerful business that they do. Yeah, right for now. sure. Because <laughs> imagine taking that tension every day. Uh, into the and business. that's the thing, because it bleeds everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah. It bleeds everywhere. If it's not resolved, or you yeah. got tension there, that ends up in high vibe, and then cracks start to show oh. high vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, Last man. thing you want is infuse the water. And that's sort of thing, you know. <laughs> that's the thing. Our product is high vibrations. We can't yeah. go in there hating each other. Dude, and, and just, it's, yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah, oh, it just heavy. doesn't work. <laughs> Look, Elliot, um, we're we're coming to the end of our of our of episode twenty one. However, we always love to leave our listeners with um a little bit of. What is your favourite book? What is what is the book that has allowed you to to really that's just been pivotal for you so many mm. that's what everyone says mm. <laughs> yeah which means everyone's well educated that comes on this podcast that's true they, yeah. they do read a lot yeah um probably at this point in time because of high vibe it's masuro Omoto, the hidden messages in water there's also victor schuberger who was actually an advisor for hitler back in the day because he had so much knowledge on water and this power. this this guy is amazing he's got living the living energies in water and he wow. was hitler's advisor he became hitler's advisor on water because he, he on used water on water yeah what, the what way it moved the way he created the first ever log flumes so that they could cut logs up in the forest and bring them all the way down to the town without doing anything other than chucking the log on a bit of wood a bit of water 
and they would float all the way down and different logs have different weights and he worked out all the calculations and the ways that water would work and the temperatures that water would need like four degrees water is the most activated and the most powerful water four degrees four degrees yeah to drink at that temperature to drink it's the most activated but also to lift things down the river all kinds of stuff man Mag wow. magic doesn't happens when water's four degrees <laughs> doesn't that give you faith in humanity because that would have been 50 years that ago. was yeah mm. yeah in the 1940s oh jesus oh, long on 50 years yeah, yeah. over <laughs> 80 years ago there's such another can of worms here that just gets yeah. me going it's like if we knew that back then why is that not all over the world yeah, right now right. that's you know, right i mean it is you just gotta find you it you gotta find it but it's like fuck why is it you know what i mean it's like four degree on. water is most and why is that because it's best for reduce like cooling you down but also not to for brains it's when it's when the water is the most activated the molecule stronger oh, the, the molecule structures are the strongest yeah right it's the most alive at that temperature that's that's brilliant knowledge take that away team this is one degree four degree get some four degree high vibe water so that, that's my two favorite books victor yeah. schuberger he's the, the author and um masuro Moda. beautiful beautiful we've got one last question and that is what is the quote that you live by? Yeah, I know. I feel I've Jeez. Yeah. A quote. Mine mine has been for a long time, I guess, is is less talk, more action. Oh yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been we we, we fuck we talk about this all the time, eh? <laughs> well, let's talk <laughs> more action. Even like Coach While Hollis. While we're talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like and even Coach Hollis said as well, like people think that the answers are all within the book, but it's like it's just completely gone to waste if you're not yeah, if you, if, it. yeah if you're not mm. applying it yeah and i think everyone's like so hooked on being a student sometimes like if you've got the you've got the tools now to actually action those those lessons well and that's the saying of knowledge is power but knowledge is only power when it's applied mm. yeah right? yeah mm. Crazy. Fuck, I love, love what a great <laughs> what a great episode we went right through we, went, oh, we did so some beautiful. good topics on there yeah some great topics mm. um how can people find you how can people come down and drink some of your beautiful water and how can they stay involved with you if you're on the gold coast we're at uh shop 221 ikina ave in koala park um my instagram handle is gift odious g-i-f-t-o-d-i-u-s though i'm not always on social media um jump on the high vibe page h-i-v-i-b-e water and we do lots of events around the gold coast if you uh want to do something with us reach out can't plug it anymore because geez, it <laughs> fires me up. It gets us yeah, yeah, doing yeah. what we can do here, and it's um, it's a gift in itself. So I'll never drink any other water. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> never. It's I'm funny like, once you become educated on water, you uh, yeah, you, you become like, a snob, eh? What There's happens no going when like, back. you go travelling? I'm like, fuck, I can't take 50 liters of water in my backpack when <laughs> I go travelling. Yeah. Fuck. You've got to sell a filter or something. Mm. We we got shower filters. We are working yeah. our way through to open up more stores. Nice. So you'll be able to get that that good stuff <laughs> yeah. and obviously different models so that we can that good, good. go global you know yeah 100% 100% how good from all of us here at the brotherly love podcast Elliot from high vibe it's been amazing to have you thanks so much Kato Sibthorpe always a pleasure never a chore <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks for having I'm me I'm Guy Anderson and this has been brotherly love episode 21 with Elliot Giftodius high vibe water <laughs> from all of us here. Thanks so much. Look forward to seeing you in the next one. Have a great day. Beautiful team. Was that Michael. good one? Oh, mate. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've found immense value from this podcast, please give us a five-star rating, like, subscribe, and share to your friends so we can continue to spread a positive message and keep this thing growing. Lots of love, fam, and see you soon.